Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 26th. 2021 strong hand long-term thinking bitcoin is the next bitcoin golden age of the 2020s baby hold your last resort i am not a prophet but i know how to profit be a unique beast fitting in is overrated we're one day closer to an all-time high don't fomo and alts and yeah dudes yes people i'm offended by selling hello my elite friends Check out Friday's This Week in Bitcoin show. It was awesome. I'm going to tell you about it a little, a few minutes here. It was so awesome, the things that happened. Oh, we had a weak hand weekend, didn't we? And yet Bitcoin is back to where it was before. Oh, you fiat freaks that panic. I want to say if you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister, do a super chat. Or if you're listening on Clubhouse, I am Bitcoin Meister on Clubhouse. So this is going on. I'm testing out my Clubhouse account right now. And the show here, the show will continue on Clubhouse once we're done on YouTube. But if you're on Clubhouse, you can ask me questions. I guess you can scream something out and I'll hear it. I'm sure you guys can hear me right now. So sell your chairs, turn them into Bitcoin and pound that like button. All right. 19 Bitcoin make you a freaking millionaire today. And yeah. We got close. It's just funny, you know. We we got we got back to fifty four thousand. Now we're we're below what I don't know where we're at right now. And I know, it just shows how people overreact to every single quote unquote crash. There are going to be a lot of crashes, dudes. Hey, uh, quote unquote crashes. They're not real crashes. It comes back. I do want to say give you a little bit of insider information on what uh, us. Uh, Bitcoin social media or crypto social media people get inundated with some some gambling entity bulls bull versus bear to okay they offer to pay me money to tweet about them they're like uh, we'll do a, a paid tweet with you so why am I mentioning them they're not don't worry I didn't take money from these people but I just want to say this to you. If someone that you're following all of a sudden writes about bullversebear.to on Twitter, on social media, they're being paid to do so. Just wanted to put that out there, give you that little information why you might be hearing about that company here. All right. Yes, not a profit, but I know how to profit, baby. Now, uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, someone says Bitcoin crashes upwards. Yeah, you better believe that. All right, retweet this, people. Spread the word. It's already on Twitter. I am a T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. Is Bitcoin a national security threat? We, I, I predicted this one that uh, people would take this to the next level. Uh, I don't know, it was last week or two weeks ago, someone uh, mentioned that China – likes Bitcoin in order to bring down the United States. And in reality, <laughs> Bitcoin does a lot more uh, damage to the yuan than it does to the dollar. Okay. To what China tries to do over there, 
They, they try to control every aspect of people's lives. They can't control Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin gets into people's lives over there in China, it's going to weaken their control in people's lives and weaken their currency, weaken their just weaken their form of government. But there is an article out there today. It is linked to below nationalinterest.org. Now, the, these guys get carried away with their – I mean they're patriotic people. They love the United States. They don't like China. They don't like any threats to the United States. And so when they come about something new like Bitcoin, they interpret it as, well, a threat to the United States, to the national security, because it challenges the United States dollar. And there is no doubt it does challenge the United States dollar. But is that a threat to the United States U.S. security? Well, a lot of people are – this FUD is just birthing right now. It's just being born, um, and you're going to have to get used to it. Here's a quote. The time has come to stop the use of Bitcoin as a pirate currency before it spreads further into not only the U.S. economy but into the entire global financial system. It's too late for that, dudes. And, and they do seem a little naive about certain aspects of Bitcoin. Uh, they said that Satoshi Nakamoto was a Japanese founder. Of, I mean, they, he might not be Japanese. They didn't, they didn't do much research on that side of things. Sooner or later, the United States must come to grips with the threat to national security posed by Bitcoin or any other privately created cryptocurrency. The crux of monetary policy is the ability of a nation state to control its money supply to curb inflation and maintain price stability. No, no. It, there should be separation of state and money, okay? They are used to that traditional model, okay, where they grew up, whoever these people are, and they're, again, they're patriotic people. They grew up where only countries were allowed to make money, to, to print their own money. And if if others did so, it was counterfeit. Welcome to the 2020s, this golden age. Private companies are going to be doing it. Obviously, we have cryptocurrencies, Nash, uh, other nations are going to have digital currencies, which are going to be widely available in your own country. So this, this national security threat, a lot of noise, um, but these guys really believe what they're spitting out there. I mean, that's, uh, that, that's the amazing thing here, because they, they, they're, they can't expand their mind to a point where and some of the if they actually read some of the things they actually write about Bitcoin, it, it, it sounds quite positive. They can't expand expand their mind to a point where they understand that in fact Bitcoin is the opposite of a threat to national security. It makes the United States stronger. It makes the citizens as individuals stronger. It gives them choice. It challenges the dollar. So the dollar can compete instead of complain. Competition is always a good thing. May the best currency win. They're not into that. They're into like, let's sh shut it, even though it can't be shut down. Let, let's say it's a, a national security threat. No, it is, it's a threat. <laughs> it's a threat to the Federal Reserve. It's, it's the threat to the traditional, what we're used to in the United States, uh, how certain entities get a hold of the money before other entities. Uh, it, it, it evens the playing field in, in terms of uh, currency. So they, they don't. They don't think like that. They just. Uh, they take it very personally uh, when uh, they think the the United States is uh, in danger in some way, and they blow it way out of proportion.
But as most of you know, uh, status today are blowing a lot of things out of proportions. Pound that like button. Remember, Surfer Jim, Andy Edstrom, and freaking Mauricio were on Friday. It was a great This Week in Bitcoin. And when Bitcoin was crashing, all the cryptocurrencies were crashing. And you may have noticed, you may have noticed the Bitcoin dominance went above 50% again because people flock in, in times of trouble. They stop uh, freaks uh, and, and they go to their base. They go to something safe. And of course that happened. But uh, all you altcoin freaks, yes, Bitcoin dominance will drop below 50%. Watch Thursday, my, my show on Thursday. I had a great show on Thursday where I talked about this. It's no problem, dudes. Yeah, during the 2017 great bull market, uh, there was all talks, all sorts of talk. Okay, it's just talk of Ethereum flipping. It doesn't matter. Bitcoin doesn't care if its dominance drops. It happened before and Bitcoin survived and thrived and it's going to happen again. So get used to it, but... Yeah, in times of trouble, Bitcoin dominance seems to always uh, go up and, and because people jump out of their speculations into something solid. The biggest bank in America is getting into Bitcoin, and you still think it will be banned. <laughs> so yeah, JP Morgan again. Now, I, I can't stand uh, pedestaling JP Morgan. We've done, I mean, this is like the third story now on how JP Morgan is, is dipping its toes in the Bitcoin. Now it's like dipping its a foot into Bitcoin. Great. We knew this would happen eventually. I don't care what Diamond said in the past. All the banks are going to get into Bitcoin. All the banks are going to have uh, are become Bitcoin banks also and store Bitcoin for rich people and for CUCKs that can't control their own private key uh, and, and just people that under, don't understand Bitcoin. They'll gladly do that. Okay. So no, it's not going to get banned. Uh, that, that's your biggest takeaway from this. That's what I want your big, instead of worst feeling like, oh, I feel validated now. Bitcoin is awesome because a bank uh, said it was okay. No, that's not what this is about. It's just it's just another reminder that uh, banks are going to get into Bitcoin and that Bitcoin isn't going anywhere. And it's this is a good way to combat um, the, the, the ignoramuses out there that still say, Bitcoin is going to get banned. I mean, you just read in any comment section on a normie article about Bitcoin, whether it be in the Financial Times or Forbes or whatever, and you still have these people saying it's going the, the government will ban. They have no clue. They have no clue that banks and traditional financial institutions or Elon Musk or any of these people have a, a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> so what's here? JP Morgan's Bitcoin fund will be actively managed. Uh, it, it could it could come into existence as early as this summer. It's going to let clients invest in uh, the Bitcoin fund for the first time. OK, so it's going to be actively managed. Multiple sources told CoinDesk. Oh, CoinDesk. Ugh. That's a notable break from the passive fare offered by crypto in industry stalwarts like Pantera Capital. Pantera and Galaxy Digital, which uh, let well-heeled clients buy and hold Bitcoin through funds without ever touching it themselves. Galaxy and NYDIG are now offering Bitcoin funds to Morgan Stanley clients. Uh, JP Morgan uh, will be for private wealth clients, a source familiar with the situation told uh, Coindesk. All right. So I think you get the picture. It's going to be a little different. 
than uh, what some wealthy people are doing now. Some wealthy people now are giving funds their money and, and the funds are just doing nothing with it. And they say it's in Bitcoin. Now, JP Morgan, you'll give them your money and they'll like play around with your money and say it's in Bitcoin and actively manage it. Uh, instead of like being a wealthy person and just totally not learning about Bitcoin and being enamored with third parties managing things for you, you can beat all these dudes to the punch. Just be a regular Joe. Own the underlying freaking asset. Control your own private key and let JP Morgan do what it's going to do. It's a reminder that Bitcoin is not going to be illegal in the United States. Now, Bitcoin, uh, my TikTok, I'm still doing the Coinbeast TikToks. It's linked to below. Aon says uh, to Bitcoin Meister, which is me, of course. One thing good about JP Morgan Chase uh, giving a China giving China a run for their money. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what do you, what do you exactly mean by that? Uh, um, Harry Dent, the strategist, correctly called Japan's 1989 bubble bust and recession and the dot com crash argues will hit by the end of June, if not sooner. What what will hit by what I don't care what Harry Dent dude you're not you're not writing complete sentences here man I'm reading your things and, and thank you for writing Bitcoin Meister but I don't I don't even get what you're saying here and Harry Dent dude he's one of the, did he is does he even he's complained about Bitcoin before he's one of those traditional guys dude I beat Harry Dent okay you can listen to Harry Dent or you can listen to Bitcoin Meister I I own Bitcoin before freaking Harry Dent now. Uh, China thinks they are going to take over the crypto market worldwide. No, no, they don't actually, dude. You're spreading FUD. That's why. No, no, no. You, you're completely spreading FUD. China makes announcements about Bitcoin. The, the, the reason they make any announcement about Bitcoin is strategic so they can control their people even more. So sometimes it'll be good. Sometimes it'll be bad. Sometimes they're buying. Sometimes it's selling. It's nothing to believe because they lie. Everything they and I talked about this on Thursday's show. Everything they say is just strategically in order to keep control over their people. They do not want a revolution, so they'll say good things about Bitcoin. They'll say bad things about Bitcoin. That maybe sometimes they'll buy it. Maybe sometimes they sell. Now, of course, the corrupt leaders over there, yeah, they're they're buying it, okay. But uh, I, who 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 is uh? And so I don't care if JP Morgan is buying what JP Morgan really has to say about it. And especially JP Morgan tells the truth more than China does, dude. I'll say that. How about that? Let's conclude it right there. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Now, sports stars all of a sudden are getting endorsement deals with Bitcoin related companies. Well, the one has. I never thought – I didn't really think about this beforehand. Uh, I, I, I make all sorts of interesting predictions about Bitcoin, but I, I've never said that, yeah, sports stars are going to all of a sudden start to get uh, endorsement deals from crypto or Bitcoin-related companies. Well, we have the first one now. Trevor Lawrence, who's going to be the number one pick in the NFL draft uh, later this week, uh, who was a, a great uh, quarterback at Clemson. He's uh, signed an endorsement deal with cryptocurrency portfolio manager management app Blockfolio. 
Just a reminder, people, you don't need a crypto portfolio. My crypto portfolio is Bitcoin. But a lot of CUCKs out there like, again, people to manage things for them. They like to diversify for the sake of diversification. Blockfolio does that. And he accepted his signing boat. So he's going to be encouraging people. And of course, many people in the NFL that watch the NFL are just mindless people and don't want to manage their own wealth. And they'll they'll like this. Oh, look, Trevor Lawrence with his nice hair. He's not Joey Lawrence. He's Trevor Lawrence. He with his nice hair there. Um, give me a break, Trevor Lawrence. You're not Joey Lawrence. And you, <laughs> who caught that one there? Pound that like button. But uh, he's saying use Blockfolio and they'll manage your cryptocurrency and you can, they can manage your Ethereum and your Bitcoin and your, and your whatever. Solana, Solana is a new one here I heard about. He accepted his signing bonus exclusively in crypto, which is already worth more today than it was when it was deposited on Friday. Okay, you can read the story below. The deal with Lawrence is the first endorsement deal in which a significant amount of the signing bonus will be paid in cryptocurrency. Okay, that's going to be a trend also, but we predicted that, which will be deposited directly into the quarterback's blockfolio account. All right, so he's not just getting paid in Bitcoin, sadly. He's getting paid in Solana. What is Solana? I go to the Solana to get my hair done. No, no, no. I go to Kristoff's in Reicherstown to get my hair done, where I've been getting my hair cut, not done, cut for a long time. That's where men go, to the barbershop in freaking Reicherstown. Pound that like button. I'm in Nashville right now. though. Okay, now, so uh, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Joey Lawrence, they're all diversifying for the sake of diversifying, diversification for the sake of diversification. Uh, but it is... There will be more sports stars um, shilling uh, for all sorts of crypto companies. I mean, Coinbase will probably hire someone one day. Uh, maybe they'll they'll hire Trey Mancini or somebody like that on the Orioles. You never know. You know, but in two three years, the Orioles will be good. They'll be hiring all the Orioles, right? Pound that like button. Never give up faith, baby. Now <laughs> they will be back. 1983 World Champions will return. Let's see what the guys in the chat are saying. Jojo Wave. Oh, all right. Here he goes. Th this guy. Uh, this guy. Jojo Wave likes to make comments. He, Jojo Wave is sexually attracted to me. He's, he's, there's nothing wrong with that, dude. I, you're a guy. You're sexually attracted. There are many other gay people who watch this also. So Jojo, nothing wrong with being gay and being attracted to me and everything like that. We got a lot of. We have a lot of gay guys who watch this show out in San Francisco and Seattle. Quite a few. So, dude, it's it's cool. I know you think I'm a, a sexy man. That's awesome. Now, um. But with focus on what I'm saying, not on my beautiful looks, of course. Uh, but, hey, the shirt reminds you. Coinbeast, TikTok, it's linked to below. Hey, we got uh, – there we go. One of my buddies is uh, over there in uh, – someone followed directions <laughs> over here in, uh, in the land of Clubhouse and – Followed me at Bitcoin Meister on Clubhouse, where the show will continue uh, when, when I'm done over here. How long will it continue over there? Well, it depends on how many of you get into this Clubhouse thing right now. I kind of forgot I was even on Clubhouse there. Okay, moving on. Now, uh, and everybody is welcome in Bitcoin. That's the thing. If there's neutrality in Bitcoin. Anyone can come here to, to, to Bitcoin and own it. So don't don't if you're a victim and you think if you consider yourself a victim and oppressed or whatever, dude, you know there's no one stopping you from buying freaking Bitcoin. Okay, 
Get out of the victim mentality. That's what Bitcoin does. Pound that like button. Compete. Don't complain. In motion. That is what Bitcoin is all about. Um, all right. Now, let me get back to the regularly scheduled program here. Oh, what I said, what I wanted to say about the, during this week in Bitcoin, there were a couple of times when I was really impressed with the ideas that the guests came up with. Um, I had not thought I had not thought about some of them before. Mauricio made a really valid comparison between the Thursday drop that we just had and the March 12th of 2020 drop drop that we had too. just people overreacting. And Andy gave a great strategy for the people behind Ethereum. <laughs> it was quite hilarious. And Surfer Jim t- told quite an interesting story about a, a, a famous uh, – What's his name? I don't even know his darn name. Uh, the, the guy uh, that owns part of the uh, Golden State Warriors, the the, uh, the Sri Lankan dude. Um, okay, the Sri Lankan Canadian American. Hey, many nationalities. Now, uh, and I, I totally forgot his name. Such a P. Smart guy, but obnoxious, obviously. But Surfer Jim, he's in motion. He he he, he ain't afraid of no obnoxious Sri Lankan. Now, uh, tether. If for all the Tether Fudsters out there, and I'm a little surprised by this too, Coinbase Pro now lists a Tether stablecoin. I, I, they, but they, they don't have a Ripple anymore. So Coinbase is a public company, so they're not going to deal with anything that is, you know, not considered okay by the powers that be that regulate them. Okay, so they're dealing with Tether now, but. They're not dealing with Ripple. Interesting. And of course, out of Turkey, there was a Bitcoin exchange that went dark. <laughs> Thodex ran away with people's money, apparently. How, how many times have we heard this story? All right, dudes. It's it's totally old news. It has happened so many times. Why do you keep your Bitcoin on a third party like an exchange? Totally ridiculous. This is what happens. Um All right. We talked about China retaining power over its people. Um, If they figure out that Bitcoin is is good for that, they'll talk good about it. If they figure that Bitcoin is bad for it, they'll talk bad. You just got to remember that. Uh, So stop uh, worshiping uh, what China does or doesn't do to Bitcoin. And they will lie about what they're doing too. Just whatever it takes to maintain control. Now, Binance Coin. Oh, Binance Coin. That's a centrally... uh, controlled uh centrally controlled uh coin like maybe china would like it because they're very central they like uh cent- not being decentralized being centralized uh but when we're we're approaching the inevitable here binance coin is going to get get above 100 billion dollars in market cap it's just what a wacky freaking uh golden age we live in where people throw that much money into something that could be sent, it turned off like that by Binance. I, I mean, it is, and uh, yeah, if they were in the United States, they would be in trouble because they they, they printed their own freaking money. But hey, more power to them, I say, and let the market decide. The market out there likes this thing; they like uh, like something that's uh, controlled by an exchange, and they're throwing money at it. So it, it seems like it's inevitable. I never would have predicted uh, back in the day. That the the third and it hasn't happened yet, but the third coin to go above the uh, Hoffman line 
continuously, not just for like a day, but continuously, and it will be continuously, would be Binance Coin. I mean, Binance Coin didn't even exist back in the day. Okay, last thing I wanna I wanna um, talk about is something I retweeted a few weeks ago. Was it now? There is a a company out there called Vanwa Tech out of Washington State. Okay, and this dude he hosts websites. Okay, and he hosts quote unquote hateful controversial websites, all right? He's a little operation. He's an entrepreneur with a maximist, a maximalist view of free speech. So I tweeted, and it's linked to below when this story came out, because Twitter and all these people were trying to rip on this guy and, and make him out to be a fool and to be evil. I said, I, I support this. I don't like the sites that this guy was hosting, okay? I can't even say the name of it without here on YouTube without fear of getting banned. But one of them, one of the sites he hosted has the word storm in it. Okay. So you know that's not a good, not a good one. You know which one I'm talking about. They, they don't like people like me based on my religion solely, not as me as an individual, but judging me by my religion. Whatever. I'm not a fan of, of, of that type of site. But I I don't think I think if someone wants to host them, then someone should host them. We we shouldn't go spastic and say when we we uh, we find out about a hosting. Uh, company that's hosting all these mean sites, okay? All these bad sites. We shouldn't try to shut them down because people out there should know what true racism is, what true hate is. And if these entities are just totally blackballed from the internet and everyone is pressured from hosting anything that is considered racist, then no one will know what racism is anymore. And maybe that's what some people's goal is, just to totally hide what hate is, what true hate is, and what true racism is, so they can call anybody racist, so they can call anybody hateful. So that's a good reason to be a free speech maximalist, first of all, so that the most disgusting of things out there should be out there so people understand what horrible really is. So they don't go down this horrible hole of thinking, you know, things that aren't even hateful are hateful. And it's a judgment call anyway. What is hate? What isn't hate? But I get so these, this dude over there, he's competing. He's not complaining. And uh, I just uh, I'm and what I thought when I when I read about this guy, I'm like, this is like a, a this is a Bitcoin thing. This is a neutrality thing. He, he's trying to be neutral, just like Bitcoin. And sure enough, I go to the dude's profile and his company also deals with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So it, it is – one would think that a free speech maximalist would be a Bitcoin and cryptocurrency person also. So that's how this all ties into to Bitcoin. This is why I'm mentioning it. But hey, why not have a little bit of uh, beyond Bitcoin also? Um. So again, Aon, who makes little sense here, 4chan is crazy, but they helped crypto. Okay, that makes sense. And, and Bitcoin succeed. Am I right? Am I right? May, I don't go to 4chan, dude. But if um, they should be allowed to use Bitcoin and people that post on there should be, uh, well, they are allowed to use Bitcoin. And people on 4chan, you might hate who, what they talk about. But they can be supported by just having a, a Bitcoin address. So 
That is the beauty of neutrality in Bitcoin and uncensorable aspects of Bitcoin, which is something that makes Bitcoin so, so valuable. Anyway, dudes, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister Disrupt Meister. Follow me on Twitter at TechBall, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. The show is going to continue at least for a few minutes here on uh, Clubhouse. I am Bitcoin Meister on there. I will give you guys time to, to join. And if uh, not many other people join this room, then, hey, that's fine. But I, I experimented. I tried. We're going to try it some more times and, and just get it to be a regular thing that whenever I do a show here, the post-game show will be on uh, Clubhouse here. So thanks a lot, dudes. I will see you later. Pound that like button.